Hi everybody, so today we're going to be talking about the solar system. So on today's episode of the Solar System 101, it's an introduction to all things about the solar system. How it was created, the planets that are in it, the different types of planets, the different types of gases, the dwarf planets, and how far does the sun's gravitational pull go? So what is the world we live in? What is the solar system? All this and more for today's class. Our solar system is one of over 500 known solar systems in the entire Milky Way galaxy. The solar system was created 4.5 billion years ago. So this happened when a cloud of interstellar gases and dust collapsed. So space is filled with all these different interstellar gases, such as hydrogen and helium that make up the sun. And dust is everywhere as well. So if you think about the moon landing, I know, and even with the Mars landing, the NASA's Mars landing the last few months, you would have seen it on the news. You can see this almost sandy, dusty, dirty kind of film. So all of this dust and these gases would have been all in space 4.5 billion years ago and they still are today but these gases and dust collapsed and this resulted in a solar nebula so a solar nebula is a swirling disk of material and this swirling disk of material collided and this is what formed our solar system Okay, so the solar system is located in the Milky Way's Orion star cluster. Only 15% of stars in the galaxy host planetary systems, and one of those stars is our very own sun. So revolving around the sun that, you know, we can see every day, hopefully, you know, we'll see more of it clearer, but fingers crossed. But revolving around that big sun, which is a star, uh, are the eight planets and the planets are divided into two categories based on their composition terrestrial and jovian so terrestrial planets include mercury venus earth and mars and these planets are primarily made up of rocky material and their surfaces are solid um, they don't have ring systems unlike the jovian planets and they have very few or no moons. So like with Earth, we only have the one moon. The planets in the terrestrial system are relatively small compared to that of the Jovian. And out of these planets, the smallest one is Mercury, which is actually closest to the sun. And this has the shortest orbit in the entire solar system at about three Earth months. So that means that for every one year on Earth, there are four years on Mercury. In, in the terrestrial planets, Venus is the hottest planet and it has a temperature of up to 867 degrees Fahrenheit. And this is due to an atmosphere of carbon dioxide and extensive lava flows. It's because Venus is, is quite a volcanic uh, planet, very hot, um, inhabitable, but within the terrestrial planets. So next to this world of fire is the world of water. 
And if you are thinking earth, you would be correct because earth is actually made up 75% of water. And the water systems on earth actually help create the only known environment in the universe capable of sustaining life. Now, there is talks of Mars, which is the final terrestrial planet being able to hold life. And it's said that it probably supported life about 3.7 billion years ago uh, when the planet had a watery surface and a moist atmosphere. Um, if you would have seen in the last few months, NASA landed on Mars and they, they did find uh, water and it's it's in talks, could it support life? Um, but at the moment, we still aren't too sure. So beyond these terrestrial planets, which are in the inner solar system, lie the Jovian planets, which are on the outer solar system. And the Jovian planets include the gas giants and the ice giants. Okay, so the gas giants are Jupiter and Saturn, and the ice giants are Uranus and Neptune. So the gas giants are predominantly made up of helium and hydrogen, similar to the sun. And the ice giants also contain rock, ice, and a liquid mixture of water, methane, and ammonia. So all four Jovian planets have multiple moons, not just the one like ourselves, and they support ring systems and have no solid surface. So they're quite different to the terrestrial planets. And the largest Jovian planet is also the largest planet in the entire solar system and this is Jupiter. Now next to Jupiter is Saturn and this is the solar system's second largest planet. Now Saturn is known for its signature rings. You see the planet with the rings around them? This is Saturn and it is actually wide enough the rings are to fit between Earth and the moon. So it's quite a wide ring. However, it isn't that thick. It's barely a kilometer thick. So the way I think about this is like a hula hoop. I know this might be a mad way of thinking about it, but you know, hula hoops are quite wide. And if you were to hold it around you, you don't fill out all the space, but there's a huge diameter around you. And if you're trying to store it, it's quite wide, but the actual hoop the tube of the hula hoop isn't thick at all. It, it's quite thin. So that's quite similar to the planet Saturn. So you think of Saturn holding the hula hoop around it. That's almost what it, its rings are like. So past Saturn are the ice giants, Uranus and Neptune. So the slightly bigger of these ice giants is Uranus. And it is famous for rotating on its side. And alongside Uranus is Neptune and Neptune is the outermost planet in the solar system and is also the coldest and this is because it's the furthest away from the sun. So orbiting the terrestrial planets is the asteroid belt and this is a flat disk of rocky objects full of remnants from the solar system's formation. So if you think back to when the solar system was formed, the interstellar gases and the dust come together, collided and created the solar nebula. This solar nebula then collided and the planets were formed. However, not every single particle and material within that solar nebula would have been 
created into all the planets. So the debris from this is what is in this uh, asteroid belt. And this asteroid belt includes everything from microscopic dust particles to the largest known object in the belt, which is the dwarf planet Caress. But there, there are more belts like this. So another disk uh, of space debris lies much further out and it orbits the Jovian planets, which we just discussed. And it, it's home of the icy Cooper belt. So apart from asteroids, which makes up a lot of the Cooper belt, uh, it is also home to a lot of the dwarf planets, such as Pluto. So I think everyone's quite familiar with Pluto when we think of, of other planets outside of, of the main eight, because for a prolonged period of time, Pluto was part of the main solar system and wasn't classed a dwarf pla planet. I don't think it was until maybe 12 years ago, because I was, I was in primary school and we still had... Pluto at the end of our solar system, but it got it got taken into a dwarf planet then. So that would be in the Cooper Belt. But the Cooper Belt is also the birthplace of many comets. So if we see the shooting stars come a lot from this uh, debris also. So if we just go beyond the Cooper Belt just a little bit, it comes the Oort cloud. And the Oort cloud is a vast spherical collection of icy debris. And it is considered the edge of the solar system. Uh, due to the fact that this is where the gravitational and physical influences of the sun end. So from the sun to Mercury, all the way down to the Oort cloud, the sun has its gravitational pull and everything can orbit around the sun but past this you're back into the void of space. So our solar system's particular configuration of planets and other space objects uh, all revolve around a life-giving star known as the sun and to think of all the stars that are out there that we had out of the 15% of the ones that had planets, we got the sun that made this great system that hosts the planet that we can live on, I think makes this very special place to call home. So thank you very much for listening to this podcast about the solar system. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you learned a lot from it that we got to see what the planets were like, how they all were different and some had similarities, um, as well as all the different parts of the solar system, from the sun and the debris and the belts and the dwarf planets. Um, what makes up the world around us is a very interesting thing. So I urge you now to go back into the Bitmoji classroom and look at all the other interesting bits and pieces that are up about the solar system. So thank you very much and I hope that you will listen to me soon.